0: Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. Welcome to Weekly Jump, presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. This is our weekly episode reviewing first impressions of newer anime and manga titles. Let's jump in.
1: All right. Welcome to another Weekly Jump where we read something that uh, I did not like and we watch something that I loved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i uh this was interesting i uh so
2: we had a couple of people talking about manhua on our discord a little while ago and i put them all down on the on the list and i guess they are all clumped up because we did a manhua last week i think or the week before we did solo leveling and now yeah. we're back at it and i i uh originally i didn't intend to cover anything outside of shonen jump uh in part just because it's really easy to legally access shonen jump content and thankfully because of our association with the geekly grind they provide us with a login so uh you know we're able to utilize some of the resources that they give to us by covering things that are on shonen shonen jump which is the biz.com website but Manwa, has become a little more prominent recently and i just i don't think that it has my impression is that it doesn't have so many legal issues in the states just yet because unlike manga it hasn't been a major source of adaptations and therefore hasn't been a major source of like huge fandom and Mm. therefore big money opportunities and so to me it's pretty easy to find places to read these manhwa that feel like this is where this was presented so that people who are interested could read it um i I might be super wrong about this um but yeah it just it just feels like these are different in the way that they are being received over here and you know consequently licensed or uh, as the case may be not licensed um, and so we're reading like fan translations on websites and I think that's okay, uh, for now. And that, that opinion is subject to change, but yeah, we had a couple of, of recommendations. This one came from psychotics in our discord and this man, is called Veritas. And, uh, so it feels like at the, in the first chapter, it is one very clear thing. And by chapter three, I'm like, this is going to be a different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically there's this hot guy with good hair who <laughs> meets this is the don't best don't you know hair. your main character hot guy good hair <laughs> yeah this is the best hair i've ever seen in a manga <laughs> and he's he's just i don't know he's just one of those you know like middle school tough guys um, and he meets a, a slightly older tough guy who out toughs him and then he's like i want to be tough like you and the other older guy is like well do all this uh repetitive like you know workout shit that i might just be punking you on and uh then we'll see basically like prove to me that you're serious by you know like running 10 miles a day for six months or something like something like that where it's like it's not like bad for you and it's not like absurd but it's also like it's a big ask for somebody to be like prove to me you're serious by doing very intense like kind of big ask labor um and so the guy keeps at it and there is the first chapter is this weird back and forth between like i don't know if this guy's going to teach him anything and then eventually largely off screen he teaches him the functional basis for like a very powerful martial art that seems to have potential anime magical qualities to it. Uh, And then the guy promptly goes and is uh, presumably killed off screen. Some part of his body is returned to the main character. So he's either (laughs) dead or maimed. He is presumed dead. And the guys are like, we are bad people. We killed this dude and we will fuck you up too, but you're not strong enough to fuck us up. And our whole shtick is that we like to collect martial arts like Digimon cards. And so uh, we're going to take you to our secret magic martial arts school so that you can get stronger so that we can steal your technique And once you're strong enough. And then they take him to the school. And then by chapter three, they like watch another student fight and the student uses like a technique that is not it's not like a human like it's not a real world martial art like it's definitely anime powers and so i suspect that this will start getting more anime powers with each chapter and uh that's the story of veritas chapters one through three and uh, it sounds like you did not care for it
1: spencer you didn't know you
2: weren't swayed by the good hair
1: yeah, here's here's the thing that I I think I may have disliked the most about it, which was the fan-written adaptation of it because it it felt it felt it felt like the translation was clunky. And I wonder mm. if it is the actual like it is the actual translator that is having difficulty keeping up with like the complexity of the way that they should be translating it or if they were just taking liberties. Yeah, it just uh, Uh, it it seemed a little uh, off to me. There is a thing that I don't
2: say too often because I'm always a little worried that I'm going to offend somebody, uh, but that I see a lot. Uh, I took a writing class in college, specifically a playwriting class. And, you know, when you're getting a theater degree, you read a lot of plays. (laughs) And you see a lot of plays from people that are like not playwrights, you know. From the standpoint of people who have been like officially published as playwrights, they they are not that. They are amateur playwrights who are working on something. And uh, one of these, like <laughs> the the term that I use, and the reason I don't say it very much because it is sort of an inherently uh, insulting term, is baby's first playwriting. And what I mean by that is that there are these like tendencies that inexperienced playwrights have a tendency to fall into. And this is not just true for playwrights. This is also true. You can see this in fan fiction and and all kinds of like writing, but uh, one of my biggest pet peeves and one of the Mm -hmm. most common ticks for an inexperienced writer is to swear all the time, (laughs) especially big swears. Fuck is the biggest one. Um, And, uh, you'll also often see like people stretching to like string swears together or to sort of like, uh, you know, Frankenstein's monster, a couple of swears into a new weird swear. And it's just like, it's just that sort of like middle schooler writing fan fiction. My play is for adults to appreciate kind of mentality where you're like mature stuff has swears in it. So I'm going to put the swears in and then people are just saying fuck in every sentence. Mm-hmm. but not in like a natural way. And so like, I think uh, that was something that I took away from this that may or may not be what you're getting at, where I was just like, this dialogue is a little awkward and very, it has that sort of like baby's first playwright, <laughs> You know, middle school, edgy uh, fan fiction kind of thing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that said one thing about solo leveling that i thought was that it was a particularly good fan project level of quality where you were like it looks good it's well made overall but it doesn't quite look professionally done this looks professional uh this is very crisp this is really well drawn um and I I don't know what the differ I don't know enough about manhwa to be dangerous here. So I don't know what the difference between solo leveling and Veritas is. But if I had to guess based off of their quality pr- presentations, I would guess that Solo Leveling is a high quality fan project, and that Veritas was maybe an, an actual professional project.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, I liked I, it. Yeah, I, it, I, I, liked I, I, think... <laughs> I liked the hair. I liked the hair. What you else would you like you about it, Blake? I like the
2: hair, I liked, please. <laughs> I really, I know it's stupid, but I, I like that hairstyle on real people. And I always think that it's interesting when you see people uh, like making real life hairstyles in manga. And you don't see that one very often, but you see ones that could be that, but that are sort of like s- stripped down versions of it and this was like very detailed and really well done and I was like man this looks great but I also I thought yeah the, the writing things that I touched on in my summary were that you know some of the first chapter had some like pacing and expectation issues where it was like not clear what exactly we were doing and where we were going and then it felt like the the whole thing took a bit of a left turn Um and then you know by chapter three it's like okay we're doing superpowers I guess and Um, so that, that was definitely a little jarring and I can't say it, I can say that it got off to a start where it was like, it, it felt like it was going to be a more straightforward martial arts thing, which is not always my jam. I like the powers. I don't necessarily just like people beating up on each other. And so Mm -hmm. like, uh, basically like by the end of chapter three, when I was like, oh, it's powers, I was like, I might be curious to know what happens in this but before mm-hmm. that I was not completely on board while enjoying what I thought was a pretty good presentation overall with that kind of like amateur translation issue that you, you mentioned mm-hmm. but, um, the actual like source materials is, is quite well done overall with just maybe some, some writing choices that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, and then by chapter three, I'm like, I think this is going to turn into something that I like. So I, I mostly enjoyed this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see where you, you could find it more enjoyable. I just, uh, I, I, am sort of lost on that. Um, it yeah. just didn't, it just didn't blow me away. Um, yeah, but that's uh, me.
2: <laughs> let's talk about something that
1: absolutely blew me away. <laughs> oh my God. This, is... this, this show, how have I not heard about this show before? Um, so it is I've a actually... Netflix show called Scissor yeah. 7. Um, this was recommended by kaiwaidesu.uwu. <laughs> that was, that was pretty close.
2: <laughs> yeah. From also from the discord. Um, one of our more recent additions, I mean, they've, they've been in there for a little bit, but, uh, the sort of like, you know, we had like a pretty regular stable of people and then Dasu came in and, um, came in hot with like some really interesting uh, recommendations. And this one, I was really excited about this because I've seen mother's basement talk about this. It looked really intriguing and, uh, <laughs> God damn, it's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think, I think so, maybe my, my favorite thing about it, <laughs> just like right off the bat is just like it, it, his mentor is an angry bird. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah.
2: He so absolutely
1: cute. is. Oh, and uh,
2: it also turns out to be, <laughs> it looks like it might have like a major focus being on like conflict between a group of dogs and cats as stand-ins for like the mafia and the Yakuza and stuff, which yeah. is great. <laughs> and Ronnie Chang is the voice of the main character. <laughs> mm-hmm. I f- and he's I mean. really funny. Yeah. This show, this show is it slaps. <laughs> Here's, what's okay. So what's weird about this? I looked this up the other day, but then we didn't end up, uh, We didn't end up getting to record and uh, now I don't remember what I read about it. So I'm going to pull this back up because one thing that caught my attention about this was, so first of all, the animation style is a little different than your average anime. This really reminded me quite a bit of Kill La Kill um, in a couple of major ways. One was that Kill La Kill had this sort of like intentionally hand-drawn aesthetic that this one uh, marks a little bit although I would say that this one uh kill a kill is cartoon logic through the lens of anime and this is a little bit more of like anime meets Saturday morning cartoon in its like character designs and animation style so like would, I, just to make sure I'm making that distinction clear like kill a kill looks like an anime but it operates on cartoon logic. Whereas this looks a little bit like an anime met a cartoon. It's just got those rounder edges and stuff like that. And, um, but it, it moves so well. There's a lot of money put into this. And uh, it is a, it's actually a Chinese show. It's not Japanese. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, uh, it was released On Netflix here in the States, uh let's see, it looks like the first episode aired on uh in April of 18. I suspect that it took a little bit longer to get to Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, oh Netflix was uh January 2020, so this is fairly recent for us, although it's still been around for a hot minute. It's got three seasons with about 34 episodes available. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: uh I am intending to watch all of them because they're really good.
1: yeah Yeah. i I love that he just has these insane powers too from like the very beginning
2: (laughs) i also thought that this was not a regular anime because it doesn't run for a full anime length it's a little bit shorter so it's even more bite-sized than your average anime episode and because it's a little bit of a cartoon logic it feels like it just breezes past you and it's just delightful i was cackling out loud this was super funny um and yeah, it's just, it's charming It has fun character designs. It has fun concepts. It's mm. got that cartoon logic while also like having cool action sequences that feel tense, but you're also not like worried. <laughs> like I was never afraid for the characters, the like the main character's life, but I, it was also like, oh man, this is really intense fighting.
1: And, um, it's just great. It's so good. <laughs> yeah so we can't recommend this one enough. Um, and, this uh, this is probably gonna be my top for the year. Yeah. And, uh, stick with us after these, uh, credits and we'll give you another important life lesson. Blake and Spencer
2: get jumped is made by forever summer productions and presented as part of the geekly grind podcast
0: network. Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. Thirteen? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at b and S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com r slash getjumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other
2: listeners find
0: our show. New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey, thanks for listening.
2: Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of. If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on Comic Book Keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geek Exploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. We'll see you next week, and until then...
1: Oh, what's that over there? You wanted to give me a hundred million dollars? I have a better offer. Cut you in half. That's sometimes what happens when you hire a bounty hunter. So don't hire bounty hunters, guys.